after much prayer, the theme for 2024 is drum roll. We are waiting. Keep drumming. All round. All round elevation. All round elevation. Hashtag for the year, all right? And the hashtag is here. We going higher. Say so we going higher. Say so we going higher. You may be seated. So that was the thing the Lord gave us on the as I prayed and sought the face of the Lord and I shared with the leaders that it will be our year of all round. Not one part, all round, maritally, financially, mentally, our health. Somebody say all round elevation. So we're going higher, 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 higher. That's our portion. Now I'm, I'm going to share quickly the word of the Lord from the text of Scripture, Revelation chapter number four. Revelation. Today, I promise you not to be a theologian. I'll be a preacher, but I want to make a correction. Not as a theologian, but as a preacher. The last book of the, the Bible like you have in your traditional scriptures is the book of Revelation. Somebody say Revelation. Revelation. A lot of people make a mistake and call it Revelations. It is not Revelations. It is the Revelation. And it is not the Revelation of the Antichrist. It is not the revelation of the tribulation. Although these things were mentioned in the scripture. It is not the, not the revelation of the uh, false prophet or the revelation of the... Uh, it depends on your whether you are pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, amil. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ. If there is anything that the book of Revelation exposes to us, it is the unveiling, the apocalypse, the unveiling of a man. And I think when we spend the time looking at an antichrist and take our eyes off the theme of the book, we miss the meat from the scripture. So it is called the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. And the reason why I want to share chapter number four with you, like I promise you, it's going to be 25 days or maybe 26.5. But the reason why I'm sharing this word with you is that we understand we have the canonized books of the Bible. And the Bible, like you know, I spend a lot of time debating with theologians and professors, and I, and I have my, my view, I am a continuationist, which means that I believe in tongues. I believe in casting out demons. I believe in healing the sick. Now, I'm a continuationist, and a lot of times, these theologians will say stuff like, well, the book of Revelation is just about good and evil. It's just about what happened in 70 AD, and there are no historical, grammatical context to the book of Revelation. And that's the reason why I want to share this with you. Now, there are 66 books of the Bible that is sufficient but not complete. We believe in the sufficiency of the text but not the completion. In fact, the Bible says in John chapter number 20 that there were miracles that Jesus performed that was not recorded in the scriptures. That if it were to be recorded, the Bible will not, the Bible says the world will not contain Meaning, therefore, there were certain miracles that Jesus performed 
that is not in the book. And I think the church needs to come to a space of revelation where we see beyond the text. As long as it doesn't abuse the context of the text. Are you hearing church? Must understand the context of scripture. Because reading the text without the context is nonsense. So Revelation chapter number 4. Revelation seems to be the last book of the Bible. Now if you look at the classification. The Old Testament is classified into five books. You have the, the law. You have history. You have poetry. You have the major prophets and the minor prophets. Then you come to the New Testament. You have um, the gospel, which is the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I tell you every time. Matthew is the account of the nation of Israel. Matthew was written to the Jews. Mark was written to the Romans. Luke was written to the Greeks and John to the church. Then you have the book of Acts, which is the history. Acts is the neck between the epistles and the gospel. Now, Acts is the history of the church. But Acts do not complete the church's entirety. It recorded about 35 years of the church's ministry. Then you have the epistles, which is Pauline, Petrine, Joachine. But don't, 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 don't listen to this part. Just if you're online, fast forward. All right? And we have the apocalypse, which is the unveiling. But the reason why I'm spending the time to express this in Revelation, because John was the only disciple who was privy to some revelations that the rest of the apostles were not. He was the last standing apostle. And there were things that he saw that the rest of the guys did not see. Are you hearing me, church? And the reason why he saw what the rest, guy, the rest of the guys did not see was because he was the only guy who ascended. Actually, there were two apostles in scriptures that ascended. And those, these two apostles ascended to see the things beyond their conception. The first guy is by the name of Paul. Paul writes and says, I know of a man, whether in the flesh or whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. Such a man was caught up in the third heaven. And he heard inexpressible languages. So what Paul did, the energy tells us that was Paul. Paul was captured or raptured or puzzled into the third heaven and heard conversations that is unlawful to utter. So whatever Paul heard in heaven cannot be expressed on the earth. So let me put it this way. Whatever conversation Paul had, by the way, in, in, in heaven, you don't speak English. Whatever Paul heard is what is spoken in heaven. And if Paul heard what was spoken in heaven, and Paul said what was spoken in heaven cannot be interpreted by the human mind on the earth, that should be something heard in heaven. So Paul was taken to the third heaven and saw the revelation. Paul writes the revelation and vision, and Paul talks about how he was caught up to the third heaven. So we see Paul as a disciple who went to the third heaven and captured some information that is not privy to the human mind. The thing that he saw cannot be communicated on this dimension of the Milky Ways. So Paul had to ascend to capture. There were things that are beyond your comprehension. And as long as you're on this dimension, you cannot capture the fullness of God in its entirety. So sometimes God has to invite you to the dimension beyond your comprehension to show you things that you cannot capture with your mortal mind. Amen. Say to your neighbor, ascend. Now, the next guy is a guy by the name of John. I love John. You know, a lot of people think that John is a quiet guy because they call him the beloved. And they say, well, Peter is a rough guy. Actually, Peter was the guy who was afraid. 
I saw you with the Messiah. I don't know him. I saw you. I don't know him three times. But you see, Jesus understood who John was. And Jesus called John sons of thunder. These guys are no joke. Son of thunder. But I, I think I like how John expresses to us the book of Revelation chapter number 4. Now before you go to chapter number 4, I want to break something to you. In chapter number 1 of the book of Revelation, what John saw was the risen Christ. Are you hearing? He saw the glorified Christ. He didn't see Jesus, the child of Mary. I said to our church, is that until you understand the other, the other Jesus, not the other Jesus, but say the other, the, we call it the hypostatic nature, is fully God and fully man. The Bible says in Isaiah, for unto us a child is, but unto us a son is, and I realized that the apostles who spent the time to learn about the child of Mary had limited revelation. But those who had the revelation of the Son of God wrote the pieces. Are you hearing? And that's what seminary does. Seminary, unfortunately, will teach you about the child of Mary. The color of his hair. The color of his skin. Where he's come from. His disciples. But it's only intimacy that brings you revelation about the Son of God. You know, and I say this every single time. I've spent all my life in seminary. All my life. I don't know how long. I don't know how old I am anymore. But I have never drawn closer to God by being a student. I've drawn closer to God by pressing to seek his face. And so in chapter number one, Paul, sorry, John writes about the revelation of this Christ. That, that he talks about the, the eyes like flames of fire. I mean, it's an amazing description of Jesus. Mind you, this guy has been exiled to Patmos. He was the last standing apostle who was sent to Patmos to grind the meal. And whilst he was grinding the meal, an angel appeared to him. The Bible says the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom God gave to Jesus, and Jesus gave to an angel. And an angel signaled it to John, and John is to pass it down to the servants of the churches. And, and whilst John was grinding in the meal, the windmill there at Patmos, this Grecian island, everyone had died. Titus had summoned him and, and, and exiled him. And, and the angel came and said to Daniel what the Lord will share with us in chapter number four. So in chapter number one, we find the description of Jesus. Then in chapter number two, John spends time to write about seven churches and give them the report card. Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Sardis, Thyatira, Philadelphia, Laodicea. Seven churches with their good reports and bad reports. But when John had given these seven reports in chapter number two and chapter number three, John thought that was all. It's time to rest. Everything that John had seen, John had seen with his physical eyes. And John thought that he had done well on the chapter number four, verse number one of Revelation. I'm going to promise you, I've got 18 more minutes and I'll leave you. I'm doing well. Amen. Chapter 4 verse 1 opens up with after these things. After what? After chapter number 1. Chapter number 2 and 3. Chapter number 1 we saw the candlesticks and we saw the, the stars and we saw all those you know, symbols and all these you know, similitudes and all these things. 
Then in chapter number two, we kept saying, you know, keep your garment clean. After the word is metatout, metatout, no. Yeah, respect yourself. Now, the word is metatauta, which means after chapter number one and two, Bible says, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. Now, this was the battle I had. Because when the Lord gave me the theme for 2024, I thought the theme of the church would have been open door. I was singing, open door, open door. And as I saw the scripture, the Lord took me to Revelation chapter number four, and I thought, that is the scripture. But that was not the scripture the Lord gave me. John said, after this, John was still on the earth. And after the churches, and after chapter number one, I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven. There's a problem with this. The door was not on the earth. The door is in heaven. So in order to access the door in heaven, you, in order to get to the door in heaven, you have to ascend. So a lot of times, it's, it's, it's not like there is no open door. And a lot of churches will use the theme open door, and it's amazing. But guess what? The door is not coming down. The door is not coming down. We don't have a problem with the door open. We have a problem with the church ascending. So for years and years we've preached and preached, open door. But the door says, yes, I'm open. What next? I've got all the blessings. You're asking, what next? I've got the open doors to your marriage. What next? I've got the open doors to your finances. What next? And I can practically see the door full of gold and silver and precious stones. But the question the door keeps asking me, where are they? You prayed for the open door. But you haven't prayed to ascend. These open doors cannot be accessed through the frailty of your mind. It's a door in heaven. It's not a door on the earth. It's not a door at your workplace. It's not a door at your father's house. It's a door in heaven. The Bible says the door standing open in heaven. Now, sorry to bore you with my Greek. The word standing is satellites. Which means it was put there later. The concept of standing carries the first place. Uh, first, no, no, it's 2024. Don't do it. Don't do it. It called the first place condition. A lot of times we use words like anthropomorphism, which means that using. Uh... Okay, 2024. But I don't know how the door is standing, but this door was standing. It, it, it identifies the, the, the attribute of a man, a door standing. Jesus saw the sheep standing. So it's idolized. Bible says it was standing open in heaven. And, and the good thing about the door, the first thing we need to realize, it's not a closed door. It's an open door. I believe that 2024 is an open door. Amen. Hear me? Hear me? 2024 is not just an open door to Christians. Twenty twenty four is an open door to people. It is not the Christian that take it by force. It is the violent. We cannot afford to use the church mind to win certain spaces and places. 
in order to influence the system, we cannot come with a church John the Baptist mind. Are you hearing me, church? This door is open. Listen, we, we, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I believe God is a God of honor and favor, and God will bless you. But I promise you, don't, don't abuse God's create, creative device. If you go for a job that you don't qualify for, it's only grace that can give you. Experience will give the unbeliever. The reason why you got the job instead of that qualified guy, it's not because you prayed, it's grace. Grace is unfair. Grace is unfair. So that door is open. And many of you Christians are praying, Lord, send the door. I prophesy, door, come, it's not coming. It's not coming. You must understand that this door responds to people that understand how to ascend. Go beyond your normal concept of thought. Stop thinking like church. Think like kingdom. What's the kingdom? The rule of God, the reign of God, the realms of God. Not, not, not 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Sundays. We do church once a week, but we do kingdom as a lifestyle. Jesus never preached church when he was in the air. And even when he resurrected, the Bible says he told them the things pertaining the kingdom of God for 40 days. The basilia, the word basilia from the Greek word base, the foundation. The church is inched on the foundation of kingdom. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me, church? The church are living organism. The kingdom is the resource on which the church lives. Are you hearing me? The kingdom predates the church. The church was born in Acts chapter number 2. The kingdom has been from time. Are you hearing me people? It's time to rule and reign like a kingdom man. If they invite you to the parliament, you're not going there with rabba We don't need that in parliament. We need to change the system. So, 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 so Jesus, now, I, I said the last time that Jesus called his disciples, he called them disciples, his followers. You know what a disciple is? A disciple is not a church person. A disciple, sorry again for the Greek, I apologize, is the word metathes, which means a follower. From the word metathes, you have the word mathematics. A mathematician is someone who sees and copies. A disciple is someone who sees the king and copies. It's not someone who is preaching John 3, 16 every single day. It's someone who is living the life of Christ. This open door responds to words. Are you hearing me? If you can say it. Bible said the door was open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet. Now, it wasn't a trumpet was like a trumpet, rhetorical devices, similes and metaphors. This was like a trumpet speaking. What's this? What's that? Now, just because I'm very, I'm not a linguist, but I understand how Greek words are. The word, the voice was not speaking to me. It wasn't a voice commanding me. You see the relational text in that grammar. 
the voice is speaking with me. So the voice is speaking and I am speaking also. Are you getting me, church? So 2024 for you, gone are the days where you used to pray in Jesus' name, amen. In 2024, your prayer should be, Lord, you've spoken. Lord, I've spoken. Lord, what, shall, what can we do? See, prayer is not monologous. Prayer is a dialogue. God speaking with you. Actually, the word Emmanuel means God. He's speaking. So when, when I pray, I'm not going to leave until I hear. Uh, most of you left that place too soon. Because when you spoke, God was about to speak also. But you left and shared the benediction. In 2024, I beg you, church, to stay in the posture of prayer. Because when you spoke, God also spoke. Are you hearing? You prayed and left too soon. Da, 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 da. Amen. I, and God is like, but, 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 but I, I, I want to say something too. I, I want to speak to you too. So the Bible says that the voice that he heard was speaking with me, not speaking to me. So you see John having a one-to-one with the voice. And I pray for those of you that like to, to speak to anything at all. Be very careful what you speak with in 2024. <laughs> I see every single time that we never saw Eve speak to Adam. The first time we saw Eve speak. <laughs> Be very careful what you speak to. And, I, and I'm going to make this very clear, and I, and I think I have the right to say this, is that especially in Pentecostal charismatic church, churches, we have been very, we, we are so fascinated with the supernatural that we haven't spent the time to learn the voice of God. You're plunging into deep dimensions with that relationships. And that's the reason why you got invited into spaces and places that you have no connection with. And you went into spaces and became demonized. You felt you were speaking to God, but a demon called you. Just because something comes from the outer space, it doesn't make it divine. Be very careful what you hear in this season and what you engage. Are you hearing church? Say to you about know what you speak to. Because sometimes some of your friends are... Anyway, the Bible says, uh, uh, with me saying, come up. Come up here. No, 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 no. Now, this is John who had spent all the time giving us the revelation of chapter number one, chapter number two and three. And now, we thought John had done an amazing job. John has written, so John has seven report cards of commendation and condemnations of the seven churches. And John would have thought, finally, I'm done. And John thought he was done. And God said to John, come up here. Are you hearing? You thought you were done. Listen, many of you that enjoyed 2023, you thought that was all. Come up here. That word, come up, in the Greek is the word anabeno. It means to ascend. It means to elevate. So the, the, the Lord was saying to John, come up here. Actually, this should carry an exclamation. Come up here now. Come up here, you thought you enjoyed 2023. Come up here. I cannot fall. I cannot fall. You thought you, <laughs> you, thought you enjoyed 2023. The Lord is saying, come up here. Uh, you know, you know I, I was saying to a friend, Pastor Ben, that I, should I say it? Man of God, I don't know why pastors fight for members. We are busy 
fighting on this earthly dimension. We are busy beefing ourselves on this earthly dimensions where there's so much space up there. We are whining and mourning and saying, he took my members. And I've come to realize that pastors don't steal members. They only know how to plant green grass. The cows will graze where the grass is green. Are you hearing me? Instead of fighting that leader and saying, you stole my member, just come up and get the blueprint. So the Bible says, come up here now and I will show you. Therefore, there were things that God could not show John until he comes up. You're asking God for God, what is the what is the plan for the rest of the year? And you are still here. Lord, what have you called me to do in 2024? And you are still on this level. Lord, uh, I need to hear you, and you are still here. The only way that you can hear what God has for you for the coming days, you have to somebody say ascend. The Bible says, Come up here, and I will show you things which It's not things that maybe you want to know about what God has for you for 2024 that must take place. Come up. You know, I don't want to be doing second guessing for 2024. Lord Ishima, Lord Ishima, Lord, should I say it? Lord, is it the one? Is it the one? Second guessing. I'll tell you how to know whether it's the one. Stop second guessing. In order to know whether he's the one for you, all you need to do is come up and then you see him. Now all you are seeing is the knight in shiny armor. Come up and you see that guy has some scars and some claws. I tell people who are Doing their premarital counseling. My wife is amazing. She will love on you. Oh. <laughs> You're getting married. I can't wait. <laughs> she will give them all the nice counsel. I'm looking at her. I, mean, I, I said to my wife, are you done? <laughs> all I'm doing is, boop, 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 boop. your father's house is, boop, boop, boop. you have two children now. Oh, oh, boop, 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 boop. So if you know that your guy has K-leg, don't bring him to me because I'm going to see some stuff. And I will say what I see. Now my wife will, oh, God, let's join together. Let them, I'm not saying that I'm scanning your soul. I'm taking you from your great-grandfather. Seven generations. <laughs> All right. The Bible says, and I will show you the things which must take place like this, after this. My question to you, 2024, what would you do after 2023? After this, after the stress of 2023, after the, I don't know what's the point, a lot of us gave up in 2023. What's the point living? What's the point serving? I'm done with church. I'm, I'm going to answer. That's a, lot, that's a lot of time, by the way. I'm changing, I promise you. You know, what's the point living? And the Bible says, come, I will show you what must take place after this. I promise you that 2024, let me church, 
is already an open heaven. But in order to see what God has for you, you have to come up. Are you hearing? I'm going to read one scripture quickly with you in um, Psalms 24. We, we, we know the scripture already. But I want to I share with you what the psalmist writes in the scripture. I love King David, despite his flaws. So Psalm 24, we're going to read together. Despite David's flaws, David understood what it meant to come before the Lord. If there is anything at all you're asking God for in 2024, it's a deeper connection with the Lord. And I, and I say this every single time. And forgive me for sounding a bit anti-religious. Um, you cannot afford to start the year with a negative energy. And a lot of you in your local churches, you've started your 21 days fast and you're beefing eat food. Yeah? I mean, you've started your churches, 21 days fasting, and then you are beefing someone in the same church. Bro, please, just eat. Yeah. Stop deceiving yourself. What's the point? You're starving and beefing. Eat food. Unless you're losing weight. The earth is the Lord's. And all is fullness. Listen, listen. Let me say it again. Just in case you don't understand. The earth is the Lord and his fullness thereof. Everything that is on the earth belongs to God. So you understand. God is the owner of that job. Let me say it again. God is the owner of that job. That that manager said they would hire you. The earth is the Lord and job included. So you're not going in 2024. Listen, please, you're not going, you're not begging. Please, no, it's not please give me the job. It's if you knew what I worth, you hire me. So I'm trying to say, hear me, hear me. You've said amen to the open heaven. But in order to access that door that is open, you have to ascend. Ascend means that you have to upgrade yourself. It is not just, Lord, I'm a Christian, come. No, that door that is open needed to elevate. If it means you're doing the curse, elevate. Because a lot of you Christians don't want to study, you want to pray. Lord, give me the job. And someone I spent money to train for that role. The door that is open is not open to Christians. Yes. And I like to pack at all too. I love it. But pack at all with that works. It's dead. I can do that all day. But I will do that and study. My professors are, some of them are atheists. And they are teaching theology, or they taught theology when I was studying then. But they are atheists, why? Because they qualified for the role. Why Christians are praying. I can, I, I, how can a Christian pray for God to give them a job at the university to lecture? And you don't qualify for it. Lord, make me a professor in the spirit. You know, there were, there, were, there, were, there were spiritual professors, and, and God bless you. <laughs> but the help is the Lord, and all is fullness. The world and those who dwell in, those who dwell in the world belongs to the Lord. And that's the reason why, if that your manager is troubling you, God, this man is troubling me, oh God. 
please, Father. And touch this man's heart. The Bible says, and all that dwells in daring. Verse number two. The Bible says in verse number two, for he has founded it, the word, upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend? Who may ascend? Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Oh, I wish I could explain the hill of the Lord. Whenever I find the word hill and mountain speaks of the heavens and kingdoms. Uh, stones speaks of Christ. And mountain speaks of kings and kingdoms. So no time today. Daniel will help you. Daniel chapter number 3 and 7. Bible says, or who may stand in his holy place. Now the holy place is different from the outer courts. Who may stand in this holy place? Who qualifies to ascend to the hill and stand in his courts? Who qualifies to ascend to the throne of God and stand before God? Who qualifies? The Bible says, he who has let me see your hands. How many people did you kill last year? With your words. How many people did you backstab last year? With your discouraging words. Oh, you can't do it. You're a failure. How many lives did you take with your hands yesterday? He who has. Not complete, but clean. He who has clean hands. Your hands are clean. How do you know your hands are clean? When they send you that condescending WhatsApp, you don't reply. You don't forward the same messages. My hands are too clean to type hate. Man of God, do you know that hate, hatred takes so much energy? I don't know how you sleep. Because I can't sleep. How do you hate people and snow? I don't know how you do it. You hate and snow. Means that you've slept well. You, you, how, how do you snow when you hate people? I don't understand how you do it. I would say, who has the right to ascend unto the hill? He who has clean hands. My hand refuses to be involved in evil. In Jesus' name. I would say, and, and, and he who has not lifted up his soul to an idol. The word idol can be another word for abomination. Another word for abomination is paying obeisance to something other than God. You see, a lot of Christians have they've made church an idol but have no relationship with God. We are so concerned doing the things for the king but have no relationship with him at all. So we come to church every single Sunday but don't speak with him from Monday to Saturday. What is your idol? Your idol might be your job. Might be your relationship. Might be your children. Might be your spouse. Might be a microphone. Yeah. I'm very serious. This thing is one of the most dangerous things for Christians. This is a time bomb. Because I realized the man of God that Christians have passion for microphone, but no compassion for souls. We we preach. But have no love. What was the problem with the church of Ephesus? That they have left their first love. An apostolic church will have no love. So all we do is recaprata and there is no love. This thing is a very dangerous device. A lot of time what we call the word is our flesh. 
Be very careful. The Bible says, he who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully. Verse 5. Promise you, I won't say long. He shall receive. Now remember the Bible never said a Christian is he who. He who has clean hands. Christians and, un- and unbelievers. Because some Christians have bloody hands. It's he who has clean hands and do not have an idol. The Bible says he shall receive blessing from the Lord. Now this word the Lord, oh God. Sorry, the last one. There was a Lord called Kurion and there was a Lord called Despotes. The Lord Kurion is the Lord used for a man who knows his servants. The Lord Despotes is the one who knows everyone, his servants and his enemies. So the word Lord used there is not used for a household family. It's used for someone who manages every affair. So this Lord means the God of the believers and the unbelievers. (laughs) It shall receive blessing from the Lord. And righteousness from the God of his salvation. The right standing with the God of salvation. Verse number six. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Bible said, this is Jacob, Jacob. The generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, your penim, Selah. Now lift up your heads. No time for this one today. Lift up your heads. We, we pray this prayer and think it's an amazing prayer. Anything with two heads is a monster. It is a lift up your head. Gays are systems of control. Gays are structures, are things that control an entire economy, entire economy. Lift up your heads, all, all you gates. And be lifted up, you everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Verse number 8. And he asked the question, who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Verse number 9, we're ending now. Lift up your heads, all you gays. Lift up, you everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. We understand the laws of repetition. When the word is repeated twice, it means take it very seriously. But as I was looking at the scripture, the Lord was showing me everything that happens here is because you have access to the throne room. And Paul would write in Hebrews chapter number 6, 1 to 3. Paul says, it is time to leave these elementary principles. Oh, let's just do the last scripture. Two minutes, I'm done. Hebrews 6, verse 1 to 3. Let me show you my frustration, church. Let me show you what Paul calls elementary. We haven't even gotten to that space yet. And I want to ascend. The right to write. Therefore, listen, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ. So there were elementary principles of Christ. Beyond basic. Not even basic. It's elementary. Are you hearing church? The right leaving the discussion. The, the word discussion, the word conversation. Leaving the, the conversation of the primary elementary principles of Christ. Let us go on to tell us. Let's leave this 
elementary principles and go into perfection, maturation. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. So all these things, repentance, go back, go back, repentance and from the dead works and of faith are elementary. Go to the next verse. The doctrine of baptism is elementary. I don't understand how the church is fighting between Trinitarian and oneness. Some say you are out of order for baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Some say they are oneness. Some say they are Trinitarian. These things are elementary, and that's what the church is still fighting. You spend all your years in seminary, and the professors are teaching you stuff on baptism, elementary. So when do we have the time to access the fullness of God? The Bible says, laying of hands. When people get slain, you think it's that deep. Laying of hands and people slain is elementary. And we live in a day and age where the church, we've rated your faith based on who got slain. Oh, five people fail. You have power. Are you hearing? These are not even primary. They're elementary. The laying on of hands in the church. Epithetomy. It's elementary. It's not even primary. And the church is... And guess what? We, we haven't even gone to elementary yet. Because we are still beefing. I, I'm still teaching church on do not beef. And do not beef is elementary under this elementary. <laughs> Stop fighting yourself. It's not even up to elementary. Why don't you talk to yourself at church? It's not even under. Because most of you don't know the doctrine of laying on the fence. You don't know baptism. And it's, it's, it's pre-elementary. Is it crash? I don't know. <laughs> but, but the doctrine of the laying on the fence. See, resurrection, elementary. And I promise you, 90% of believers don't understand the resurrection of Christ. The doctrine of the resurrection, the first and the second, they don't know. But this thing's elementary. And guess what? Eschatology. Eschatology is the study of the end times. It's elementary. Are you, are you hearing me, church? If all these things, eschatology is the most difficult biblical subject to talk about in our day. But the writer says it's elementary. If these things are elementary, then what does the writer mean by let us go into perfection? If we are still yet to understand these elementary, how do we perfect? Then I realized that the only way to come into perfection, now go to verse number one again. Verse number one again, please. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. It means that there is a dimension in God beyond this elementary. And in order for you to access that dimension, you have to You can't stay on this dimension to go yonder. Are you hearing me? Even in your worship life, you have to ascend. I see every single I tell my leaders every single time, worship, what we have in the church today are fans of slow music. Abraham was to define, the first man to define worship was Abraham. He says, wait here. I and the lad are going. Yonder. Yonder. 
yonder, wait here. So when you come to church, there are two types of people in church. Those who wait here and those who because it, God, God never met Abraham here. He met him in a place called yonder. Abraham brought the sacrifice, not here. He climbed Mount Moriah, yonder. And in yonder, God already has a ram caught in the thicket. This doesn't make sense. Why? Because the horn of a ram is the strongest part of his body. And the thicket is so light. How can the ram be caught in a thicket? Because it wasn't the thicket that kept the ram. It was God. Whatever you're looking for, God's kept. Whatever you're looking for, God has already kept a ram. Hear somebody say, I stand. I leave you the word of the Lord today. I'm done. In order to enjoy the blessings of 2024, you must deliberately not just ascend. Pastor Ben, sir, I have decided in 2024 that I refuse to be loyal to a system that will pull me back. If my elevation means I have to leave it behind, bless Jesus. Because I am tired of trying to carry dead weight. I want to fly so high, but you keep drawing me back with your dead stuff. In 2024, I, I said to my wife, I'm going to match your energy. Are you hearing me? 2024? I refuse to give up. My name is not Jesus. I'm not going to die for you. It's not going to happen. In 2024, I have decided to ascend beyond and take everything that God has for me. But if you are a friend, if you are a family member, if you're a church member, and all you do is pull me down every single time, I'm sorry today and from the rest of the year, I'll kick you by your balls. I will tell you, get out of my life because I refuse to be... In conclusion, I have carried church enough. I've understood your pains enough. But you and I will never get to where God has called us if all we do is whine. God promised Abraham that I will give you the land if you leave your father's house. Abraham was trying to be loyal to his brother's son, Lot. So the word Lot means avail. As long as Lot was mentioned in the Bible, Isaac would never be conceived. Because Lot is like a contraceptive. Anything that stops the birth of your promise is a lot. Lot might be one, but Lot is a lot. The Bible says as long as Lot was in the life of Abraham, Abraham did not hear from God. Immediately Lot separated. God said, Abraham, from where you are, look northward, eastward, Serve as far as you can. Hold on one moment, sir. How come he couldn't see others? Why? Because he carried Lord with him as far. Somebody say far. far. Say ascend. As far as he can see. Therefore, your future is dependent on your picture. Are you getting church? If you can see it, you can live it. 2024. Members of the Brook Place. And visitors, and everyone here, if there is one word you were wrong with tonight, protect your wings. Yeah. 
at all costs at the expense of your own life. Protect your wings at all costs because there are people that hell will send to you in 2024 and they will come with a knife to take out your wing from broadening out. So respect yourself in grace and take yourself out of people who have grace to chop off your wings. Are you hearing me? The man that will come to you and say to you, I love you. And, and, and I call them Judas's. Because Judas will kiss you to kill you. Be very careful of the people in your space in 2024. But these ones are called wing choppers. Wing choppers are people who will chop off your wing and stop you from ascending. So therefore church, sometimes you better tell your friend, I love you. But listen, 2020, and, and, and this might be a word of the Lord. One of God, this is the last micro, I'm, I'm dropping the mic last time. But hear me, it's not bad mind, hear me church. Just because we went to the same primary school doesn't mean that you're part of my destiny. Some of you need to go back, listen, because, listen, because the demon that is troubling is not from the village, it's actually the best thing you can do for yourself in 2024. Anyone who gives you headache. Bless Jesus from Mark Zuckerberg. You have every right to block, delete, unfriend, unfollow, uh, mute, report. Just do anything to, to take them out of you. You know the reason why? I realized something. That these wing choppers, they may not speak to you, but they monitor your every move. They don't talk to you, but they, 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 they put your name on their search bar and search Oscar Gobadia. Oh, is she celebrating? Huh? Does she have a child? Huh? Is she married? Huh? Does she have a husband? They do everything to monitor you. I prophesy that that demon that has been monitoring you in the name of Jesus, may God send, send fire. Remain standing. Remain standing. Remain standing. Church, say these words with me. And I'll let you go home today. Say 2024. 2024. The reason why the Bible says, the Lord said to can speak to these bones. If bones can hear, the year will also hear. Say 2024. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy. You cannot hold me back. You know, Minister Yinka said, when you prophesy, have an attitude. Because I've told you before, guys, you cannot separate physiology from prophecy. When you prophesy, act like the prophecy. You can't be like this. Obviously. You don't want to see why. Because prophecy responds to physiology. When the word comes and it finds a disposition like this, it will bounce back. Say 2024. In the name of Jesus, you cannot hold me back. Say 2024. I prophesy elevation, promotion, acceleration, speed, upgrade. Ascension in the name of Jesus. Say January elevation, February elevation, 
March Elevation April Elevation May Elevation June Elevation July Elevation August Elevation September 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 Elevation October 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 Elevation November 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 Elevation December 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 Elevation See I prophesy 2024 Hear the word of the Lord Surely 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 Goodness and mercies Shall follow me Surely 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 Goodness and mercies Shall follow me On Mondays Tuesdays Wednesdays Thursdays Fridays Saturdays Sundays in the name of Jesus Charlie goodness and mercies follow me follow me say follow me follow me goodness and mercies follow me all the days of my life and I and I and I shall dwell Celebrate Jesus. Let's celebrate Jesus. Come, no, come, come. Come, stay there. Stay there. I hear the Lord say, prophesy these words again. Now, he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. I hear the Lord say to tell you to prophesy these words again. For 2024, Say goodness and mercy. Follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Give the Lord a shout. 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 